What you're about to hear is an excerpt from my journal illustrating what it's like to live with mental health challenges, how it impacts my thoughts and my feelings on a day-to-day basis. For context, I have had depression and anxiety since I was a teenager and I've twice been diagnosed with eating disorders. I'm now in my late 40s. Getting my feelings down in a journal definitely helps explore where I'm currently at and by committing to doing these podcasts it encourages me to continue writing even when it all seems a bit futile and I really don't want to admit how I feel. I can also see patterns emerging now which I never would have done had I not forced myself to read these entries back and I'm hoping to be able to take action to address these over the coming months. I have one disclaimer. There are some things I won't share out of respect for people who may be involved. This is about my feelings and thoughts about situations and not a reflection on the situations themselves. This is episode two of the journal series covering the second half of January and it begins on January the 18th. smoke satisfaction to start the day because I managed to get through a whole workout without walking. It wasn't amazing but I'm trying to have gratitude for the fact that I actually did it because I really was not looking forward to it and the thought of it was actually worrying me when I woke up in the night. It's a bit of a shame that something I should really enjoy makes me feel that stressed. I do take it all far too seriously but at the same time I want and need to feel a sense of achievement through doing something physical. And despite how much I hate the thought of it, it does help me start the workday in a good frame of mind. So I'm sat here in my workout clothes and beginning to stiffen up slightly. And I think that's a sign of getting older. So I am going to attempt some yoga in a minute. I have a love-hate relationship with yoga um, and have been actively avoiding it recently because I just don't get enough kick out of doing it. But I do believe it's supposed to be relaxing occasionally it's had that effect on me but sometimes I just get completely frustrated which I realise isn't the intention. Also my balance is not as good as it was when I was younger. Fortunately this is a bit later now it wasn't yoga it was spine mobility which is something I need quite badly and I reckon I'm really going to feel that tomorrow in my core. I think mobility is worth more than stretchiness although mobility sounds like you're in an old people's home and it's just not as sexy as yoga. I've been to yoga this morning sounds much more sexy than I've done some mobility this morning. But really it should be about the outcome. Yoga's got much more of a togetherness thing about it. You're in the yoga club, there are a set of moves or poses that everyone who does yoga knows and wherever you are in the world you can probably find a yoga session where you can do those things. Whereas there aren't really that I know of any mobility classes except for rehabilitation after you've been seriously injured. And the moves in mobility just don't have interesting names like they do in yoga, warrior one and the like, and chaturanga. I have tried to fit in with the yoga set, but I really don't think it's me in my entirety. One thing I like is yoga tights because they come all the way up to your waist and hold your stomach in, and they don't feel like they're going to fall down when you go running in them. The best bit of yoga for me was the bit uh, at the end where you lie on your back at the end of the class because then you know it's the end. I think it's called Savasana. (music) 
Today I can feel my thighs touching and a soft layer of fat on my tummy. I am disgusted with myself. I caught myself in the mirror and I can't make up my mind what would look or feel worse. Loose skin hanging or fat wobbling. I ran slower this morning again. It was supposed to be an easy run, but it was slower than usual for the effort that I was putting in. In this circumstance, my mind puts two and two together and I'm moving an elephant. So that's where I'll place the blame. Why does it even matter how fast I run? I think it's something to do with progress. But on the other hand, I know that I can't just keep getting faster and faster. It's not going to happen. So why bother trying? I do know what drives this feeling, certainly initially. And although I've tried to shrink that cause away, I think that there are also other as yet unidentified reasons why I feel the way I do. A little bit later I write, I'm not really having a good day. I can feel a sensation in my chest and throat and I want to cry. I'm tired, I have a headache, but I can still function completely adequately work-wise. I'm quite busy and that is an absolutely fantastic distraction, but it shouldn't be. I know that I should acknowledge and feel through the feelings I have, but I'm not able to. I just want to eat. I can hear carbohydrates calling from the fridge. I should eat. It's lunchtime. I don't really know what I want to eat, but I know that as soon as I get into the kitchen, I'll be attracted by other people's food. I titled today's entry, Overwhelm. I'm really stressed this morning. I feel like I need to do everything now and that if I don't, it will go out of my head and I'll never remember. I'm taking time to put things in the to-do list to address later, but I've had to take a break from it as I can just feel loads of adrenaline building up and it's making me shake. My heart is going like mad. I'm trying to do some breath work, even though it feels too early in the day to be doing it. So later I write six minutes of breath work and it did calm me down. The instruction said to put my hand on my abdomen, but I just can't. It feels disgusting and it's just a reminder of stuff. I need to try and keep things in perspective, schedule and calm the fuck down. I did the final touches to the first episode of the podcast, which will go live tomorrow morning. I enjoyed doing that lots. It made me feel less stressed. I listened back to it when I went on an essential work journey and I thought, God, I'm boring. And I also thought, I don't care. I'm actually doing something I like doing, regardless of the content. So two fingers up to anyone who doesn't like it. That is what I'm trying to believe and trying to tell myself. But in reality, I'm completely overinvested in it and it'll be like a knife in the heart if no one at all listens. Later on in the day, that feeling's back again. Stress reaction, not enough miles done too much eaten and I'm still so hungry. I'm so tired, I can't cope, I don't know what to do next. Sit here, I think. Angry, hateful, selfish person. Headache, adrenaline, pins and needles. Watch TV and don't think about it. Thursday, I write, a good night's sleep. I think I only woke up once and managed to get back to sleep really quickly. Even my inanimate best friend, which is my watch, 
reckons I had four lots of deep sleep, totaling one hour and eight minutes. A small win, I went up the out-of-bounds road. It was still dark and I had the light on my hat so people can't look at me without being completely blinded. I was figuring that they would still be asleep, but the light was on. It made me run a bit faster. I hadn't planned on going up there, but I didn't want to keep running downhill as that would have meant there would be more uphill to do and uphill hurts. I love the feeling of the cool air on my arms when I start running and at the end of the run, when I was really hot and tired, it started to rain and it felt amazing. I am calm and I think get shit done mode is now on. I've realised that I need to get dressed, at least the top half, and possibly do something with my hair as I have a meeting this morning and may be forced to have my camera on. I've realised that it seems rude not to put the camera on, but I still won't if I don't feel like it and 90% of the time I don't feel like it. And later in the day, I've been out for a walk and didn't wait until my best friend vibrated to let me know I'd done two miles and I went home beforehand. So that's another win. I've had a healthy breakfast and a healthy lunch. Probably more than I used to eat at either meal, but I'm okay and hoping that I won't feel ravenous later in the afternoon, which is always quite a tricky time for me. Another win. Today is a good day so far. I listened to a Zoom briefing this evening in the bath. Camera off, obviously, and blue tack over the camera lens for extra protection. I love Zoom. Friday now. A bad sleep last night. Bounce back effect from the night before. I was awake for quite a while and a bit sneezy. Started thinking how I could possibly have a cold when I hadn't spoken to anyone in person since the beginning of lockdown and no one in the house had been anywhere to catch anything either. Maybe it's an allergy. I have a headache this morning though. I couldn't do my scheduled run. It was tricky opening the window to check whether it was frosty because the window had iced shut and when I did eventually get the window open and look at the cars, they had the frost on top so I abandoned the run and I'm sitting here writing this instead of running or walking because I'm full of adrenaline and wondering whether I'm using the weather or the fact that I'm a bit sneezy as an excuse for not doing it. And I wonder whether I'm trying to search for enough things to justify not doing it so I feel less guilty. But why should I feel guilty? I've already taken the decision not to eat until I have dinner this evening. And I know it's slipping into old detrimental habits. I also know that I won't be able to sustain it. I can't feel my hip bones, I can just feel fat, and I can feel my thighs touching, and I hate it. So, no breakfast. Ate lunch, as minimal as possible. Hungry, tearful, and guilty. I don't know how I've managed to eat as much as I have this afternoon and still feel absolutely nothing. I don't think I feel hungry anymore, but neither do I feel particularly full. I do feel disappointed in my lack of willpower. And I also wonder why I bothered eating all that crap for no purpose. I had two glasses of wine yesterday. One of those was before 5pm. Is that a normal thing to do? Or does it mean that I'm on my way to becoming an alcoholic? I've only got the same level of headache that I normally would have this morning. And I actually had a good night's sleep, which is extremely rare after even one glass of wine normally. When I was younger, alcohol was easier to metabolise, I think. Unless I got really drunk, and that was bad, but I think I only did that on about three occasions, and it was frightening. 
I'm not hungry at all. I've made it through to 12.30 and I haven't intentionally not eaten anything. Maybe it's because I ate so much crap yesterday. I think it's tried to snow. It looks treacherous out there, so I'm not going for a walk yet. Had a frustrating experience with technology last night. I was trying to join a Twitch stream for some outside interaction and I needed to practice moderating it, but it wouldn't work properly. But I was the only one who seemed to be having a problem with it. Paranoia and conspiracy. They don't want me there and they change the settings so that I can't get on. I know this is an irrational thought, but my feelings override it. It's Monday the 25th of January. Dad's birthday today. He would have been 84, but he died when he was 82. So he will always be 82 to me. I prefer to remember him at about my age when he was fit and healthy and a hard worker and everything that I aspire to be. He had about 10 years of getting old, really. He was okay up until then. He always made the effort. Even two weeks before he died, he was at the gym. He used to go there on the bus, complete with his walking stick, and apparently he often fell over between getting off the bus and arriving at the gym. He never complained about that. I phoned Mum to see how she was doing today. Dad's name very briefly popped up in conversation, and then she said, Do you realise that it was 14 years ago tomorrow since I had my mastectomy? So no real emotion either from her or me. And that was the end of the conversation. Another Zoom meeting wasn't working this morning. A few people turned up, but not the host. And I expected more people to be there, so it was a little bit suspect. I began to think that it was something to do with me clicking the wrong link. And then I started to think that there was a conspiracy that I was not wanted there, similar to Saturday night. I mentioned it to someone else who said they weren't feeling like that at all, so now I just think it's me that thinks that way. It's Tuesday. Nothing's really happening. Operation Interact is in full swing, despite all the paranoia on Saturday and Monday. I am a likeable and acceptable person. Just repeat that. Keep repeating that until it fades out. But there's no conviction behind that statement. It's hard to believe what you don't feel. There's a gulf between my inner and outer world, and because they're not aligned, it's like riding a car with a flat tyre. I need to ask for help, but I don't like doing it. Any requests I make are generally filled with apologies for asking for help or self-deprecating comments. I realise how irritating that is for the recipient but I genuinely can't imagine why they would want to help me. I've run out of apologies, and I stated that in an email that I sent today, and then I apologised again. I feel really lucky to live where there's such variety in the weather. I know it's a British thing to always talk about the weather, and more often than not, that's done in a negative way. I think possibly two-thirds of the time. People moan about it being either too hot or too wet or too windy or too cold and the way it's ruining their plans. Or otherwise they moan about the forecast and then they blame the forecasters even though they know perfectly well that the forecasters aren't responsible for the actual weather itself. 
This morning it was nine degrees compared to one degree yesterday morning. It was great because I didn't need to brace myself on every step I took in case I slipped on the ice. And as a result, I feel quite content and relaxed today. I've bought some affirmation cards. They're not serious ones. They're quite light-hearted because I'm not kind of really into that sort of thing. So I've decided to pull one every day just for a bit of inspiration. And today's card was all about authenticity. So I accepted that I was meant to pull that one, even though I really don't believe in it and tend to look at it as a matter of statistics because I have a one in 50 chance of pulling that particular card. But it meant something to me, so all good. I feel so blessed for the fact that I can go out in the dark and feel safe around here. I don't really like that word blessed. I think it's overused. But anyway, I still love the fact that I can go out in the dark and feel safe. And on my coffee walk this morning, I saw a couple of cats. One was ginger and one was black and they were having a fight. They weren't at all bothered by the fact I was there. They did stop when they saw me and then and then started up again. I'd put my money on the black one. Then I saw a man standing in his wheelie bin and jumping up and down, obviously, to make more room in it. Again, he wasn't bothered that I was there and acted as if it was quite a standard thing to do. His mate was watching him, and as I walked past, I said good morning to them, but they ignored me. Then on my second lap round, I saw a ginger cat. I'm not sure whether it was the same one in the fight, but the fight was no longer going on. But everybody around here has either a ginger or a black cat unless I just constantly see the same ones, but I think I've seen two ginger ones simultaneously, so that's probably not the case. My affirmation card is gratitude, which is strange because I've been out for an hour and a half this morning, came back and it started raining heavily almost immediately, and I thought that was lucky, and that was even before I'd picked the card out. Last night I cried. I was watching Finding Alice and there was a scene when they were carrying the dad's coffin and it brought memories back. I never, ever cry watching TV. I actively avoid watching TV or movies that might be the slightest bit emotional, but this one caught me off guard. I think the last time I cried at something was at the cinema and it was Ghost when I was about 16. I could have bawled my eyes out, but it felt wrong to do it there and then. So I held it back until I couldn't anymore and a few tears escaped, but my throat ached with the effort. Um, Then we watched a proper comedy and I went upstairs relieved, thinking that I could just let it all out, let it all go. But the moment had passed by then. Maybe this feeling is grief. That ending's a bit sad but it's something I don't know how to experience or address. It has been 18 months now. Thanks for listening. I know that my life isn't the Instagram, Facebook showreel of excitement, but is anyone's. If you want to get in touch, I'm on email, almond.triangle at gmail.com. And I'm also occasionally on Instagram where you can direct message me. I'm almond.triangle there too. Clearly sticking with the theme. Bye for now.